welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to Turn Zero Gaming. We are here to talk about some Star Wars Destiny, and I've got with me this week uh, Nick. No, he's not here. Sorry, Rick. No, he's no, he's not. Who do we have? We got Todd. <laughs> we got Chris, and we got Mike. How y'all doing? I'm doing outstanding. Wait, I'm not. I'm not here either. You're not here. Okay, no. Oh. So no Todd. Oh. So it's me, Chris, and Mike. Uh oh. New school. Shocker, I'm here. <laughs> Surprise. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, so, like, anyways. It's like a bad shocker. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we we did have, unfortunately, some uh, pretty terrible news from uh, FFG. And uh, on the 14th of January, 2020, they released an article stating that they are going to uh, end star wars destiny uh they're going to do a world's tournament in may so we're going back to the ffg game center and then they're going to have a uh set 10 set 10 was called wild horizons and they're going to have a special unreleased set of dice and cards for that so there's going to be more information about the wild horizons release but essentially, at the end of 2020, the game is like officially dead. Uh, once Covert Missions is released, there will be no more releases. Um, I'm assuming that the primes that were announced are pretty much the end of the tournament scene. So no organized play support in other other than that Wild Horizon set. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, we just we didn't see it coming. It was uh, really, really sad. And we were, our team was really excited that we were going to be able to do Destiny and Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff uh, simultaneously. And now, you know, in a couple of months, that's not really going to be super viable. But uh, what did you guys think when the announcement came out? Because it was, uh, it was kind of out of left field. I mean, to be 100% honest with the, the delays and, and the, the, the pushbacks and just constant scheduling issues... I wasn't 100% surprised when it came out. It was just, it was devastating. Um, I grew up, my very first card game was uh, Star Wars CCG by Decipher. Um, when that died, um, I crawled into a ball and cried for about two weeks. Um, so I, th- this, when this when this happened, like I wasn't surprised that it was coming, but when it came, it was, it was like a kick in the face. Um, I am going to, I'm still going to Worlds this year. And, uh, I'm gonna still ride this ride this boat until it sinks, but um, I don't know. It, it 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 breaks my heart. Love the game, love the competitive edge of it. Um, I went to my first Worlds last year, um, did phenomenal in my personal opinion because you know I think highly of myself like every other um, narcissistic person does. But uh, I I don't know. It's just, that's that's all. I was like it's like if I keep on going on about it, I'll get more and more mad and more and more upset. Um, FFG comes out with phenomenal games. Uh, but their company makes me really angry, really, really angry. So I'll stop there. Yeah, no, I think I, I pretty much agree with what you were saying. It, I think we saw the writing on the wall, um, and we were all trying to be really optimistic. Um, and unfortunately, they just kind of succumbed to whatever the issues are down there. Um, a little bit of relief, actually, that I don't have to worry about delayed releases and who knows what's going on and... Now at least there's like a path to the finish line, right? And I'm going to Worlds too, so we're still gonna make the most of it. We still got five months plus whatever comes out after it. So I'm I'm sad but excited. You know, I got into this game 
just in March with Convergence and met a lot of cool people with it, and we're going to keep on going. So, you know, even if Destiny's not the game that we play, we're still going to be playing games with each other, and that's the, the mo- biggest part of it for me. I'll echo that. Um, I was super pissed when I found out this game was canceled because um, I, I feel like I've been one of the bigger people trying to champion this game, especially locally and with everything else that was happening. Like I was, I was telling people, no, it can't be that. That can't be the deal. Like we've all heard rumors that the set 10, even Jeremy talked about what was going to happen with set 10. Like we, we had all heard these things that we knew we had at least another set. There's no way they were going to cancel the game before set 10. So we had at least a year. Um, and then that, um, and, and then I felt, I mean, quite, quite honestly, I felt kind of like I about it because I had talked to these guys and I was like, there's no way it can't happen. Uh, and then it did. Um, but like these guys and like four other guys we got here locally, we're going to worlds. Mm -hmm. Um, and and we're going to go, we're going to have a good time. We're going to play it. It's still going to be played here every Friday night. Um, and we're going to ride it out. Uh, I also joined up with the, uh, continuing committee. Um, to be a community lead with them uh, to see if maybe we can find a way to extend the game beyond FFG. Um, But I still like the game. The game's great. Um, I still want to play it. Still have fun playing it. Like, and and I still have fun with the people, man. It's got a great community, content creators and players. Like it's really good all the way around. And um, it sucks that this is going to be the last world's, but I, I'm still going, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have a good time. And I don't have to be, uh, wor- be worried about not getting invited back to Worlds. So yeah, right? We just get to do whatever we want. Yeah, man. <laughs> Mike Mike's going to go in there sleeveless. I heard he's dressing up like Black Widow. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> Wrong hey, game. Man. Wrong game. The, oh, sorry. The best intimidation in the world, right? Yep. I mean, yep. your opponent's sitting across from the table, and you're looking like that. You know, you know they, they can't think straight. But which Black Widow? That's the that's the big question. I'm going to leave that for a surprise. Wrong <laughs> podcast. <laughs> is it? Is it really? It might be. Yeah, Mike. Might Mike, be. that one. That one you're looking for is on. Oh, no. no. Oh wow. No. Oh, wow. No. Oh, that's going to get Utini'd right yeah. there. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert: Utini. No. Um. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Well, and if you enjoy our Marvel Crisis Protocol content, I'm going to bring it up on that one, too. So <laughs> I'm really excited about that. That will be you know, a colossal scream or something going on. No, there. no, we're doing a Stan Lee's like, oh, boy. Oh, there you go. There you go. There's going to be a lot of that going on. <laughs> and uh, for many reasons. No, um, like, yeah, sad the game is going away. Uh, I'm still going to have a blast at Worlds, though. Um, and, uh, uh, I'm still going to go with the mentality of, Hey, if I win, then guess what? I will be the destiny world's champion forever. Cause uh, there will never be another one to knock me off. So that's the mentality <laughs> I'm going there with. Never be unseated. <laughs> exactly. I will never be unseated. I will always be the champion. So, um, that's the mentality I'm going with. If I scrub out, then, um, I'm just going to blame it on the alcohol. <laughs> I like your thinking. So, uh, you know, since we're in a kind of a jovial mood now, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, one of your or two of your favorite memories from, you know, over the course of the years uh, playing Star Wars Destiny, because there, there's a lot of really amazing things that this community has brought to the table, that the game has brought to the table. Um, you know, 
the events. I mean, even though the game might not still be produced past 2020, that doesn't really negate or change the fact that so many of us have just had, uh, you know, lifetime memories and made lifelong friends. And I, I think that's important to remember, even though it's a sad moment, there's still a lot of, you know, happiness and joy that has come from this game existing. I mean, I got... I. I got a good one. I mean, it's kind of personal um, with this game. Like, probably the biggest thing with this game is that when when the game first came out, um, a friend of mine told me about it. I bought it, and I never played it. I was just sitting at home. And then I go to the local game store and uh, buy a couple packs, and someone's at the counter. The guy's like, oh, they're in the back playing now. So I'll walk back there and talk to them. And the guys are like, hey, go get, you know, you want to play a game? And I, I didn't bring my decks with me. So they're like, well, hey, you know, if you live close by, go get your decks. We'll, we'll wait here for you and play. And And that's what happened. I go back home, come back, play my decks, um, get my face reamed in, um, got my got my butt beat pretty hard, but I had a blast. They taught me a lot, and then that just led me into the community that I'm in now. Um, I didn't know any of these people that I know now um, until I played Star Wars Destiny. I didn't know Todd, um, I didn't know Chris, I didn't I didn't know I didn't know you, Sugi. I, I didn't know anybody. You know, I didn't I have any friends in this area. My life was go home sleep, wake up, go to work, go home, sleep, wake up, go to work. That, that was my life for years. And then I met the community around this game and, you know, I'm back to, you know, it took me out of a dark place, made me really start to appreciate instead of, instead of uh, living to work, I was now working to live and, and just enjoying my life altogether because of this game. So, um, you know, some, some really good, some good feelings that I've gotten from this game and from the people that, that I've met while playing it. Dude, I have like the exact same story. It's kind of crazy. Um, I moved here from Portland, Oregon in 2011. And until 2019, I had no friends in the area, you know, a couple coworkers, but I even worked initially 45 minutes away from here. So I didn't even have friends in the city. Um, I came down to tag one day cause they were doing a key forge thing. And I just learned about it from a trip back home. Yeah. They were telling me about destiny and, Sounded interesting. I came down for a Friday night, and they honey trapped me. They gave me a <laughs> Todd's Vader deck that was not strictly speaking legal. It, oh, it wasn't not strictly. It was not legal. <laughs> it was an infinite deck in a standard tournament. It was and, fun. Uh, that wasn't, I beat everybody. It, was, it I wasn't fun for us. How to play against it? <laughs> I didn't play against. I distinctly it, it remember fun. beating Mike. And that was really fun. Um, and I won the Friday night thing. I was like, cool, I'm in. And then proceeded to lose. <laughs> Over and over and over again. It sucks when you got to play but, legal decks. Yeah, right? <laughs> the game feels way more fair. Um, you know, everybody I played with that night is now a friend. Um, I've made a ton of friends playing this game. Traveled to a bunch of events. I went to Worlds last year. Top to Nova. Nova. Yeah, yeah, top eight at Nova. Um, and it, it's been a really awesome experience. So that that's the biggest thing for me is that like, now I have friends here, actual friends and a community of people to play with. And and chat with and we do stuff outside of gaming and it's been awesome man it's, it's it's totally changed my life around here yeah so mike i'm gonna hit you with this one like 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 a truck hit me because i've already had that once i don't want it again well i'm actually gonna mention that <laughs> oh so because that is probably my favorite memory of our community wait a minute like, your favorite memory of our community truck. is me getting hit by a truck <laughs> Dude, no, no, whatever no. I say to you, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the truck not, really hurt. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, no, not that part. But, but the response from the community after that, when we decided to run an event, was oh, amazing. 
Um, uh, these guys, we we pulled Mike. How many people came up for that? Thirty some, uh, at least thirty some. I mean, it was it was astronomical how many people showed up at your shop that day. Um, and and I was so impressed. And that's with the players that we still have, and the players who have come and gone, and the players who have quit since the game was announced being being dead. Right. Every one of those people that came out for that event came out for another community member. And they came out to play Destiny and just have a good time. And, like, that was the thing that impressed me the most. I know it's it's been cool going to Worlds and having good stories and doing dumb things and playing the game and all that. But that's a community story that, would on, that only comes from this game. I don't have a story like that for any other game I've ever played. Um, and... and that's what impressed me the most about this game was the people in this community. Yeah, the people in the community. I mean, we had people show up in that tournament, Todd, that didn't even play. They just showed yeah. up. They paid the they paid the fee to play and said, "Well, I can't play, but I was going to come pay the fee to play." And because it, yeah. it was all a donation. Um, I mean, and for those that don't know, I mean, I was in a motorcycle accident and I didn't have you know I was out of work, didn't have any money coming in. Todd threw an event at his shop and the, the whole community rallied, and it really helped me get. I was I was four months out of work, um, and I should have been a year. I went back to work because um, I had to. I couldn't sit at home, but you know that was that was a shaky month. And the, the event that tied through, you know, I'm, I'm there and walk, limping around, um, and, and everyone showed up. It was just, it was really heartwarming to see the, the way the community rallied just to help someone out. You know, some people barely knew me, but that you know yeah. they knew Todd yeah. and they knew they didn't, and they knew the group. And they really helped out. It helped me get to that. It was a really tough month, and it helped me get by. You know, but yeah. it put it put it kept my lights on at my house and some food on my table for my kids. So yeah, like I, I'll, I'll that's one of those things, man. I'll never forget. And, and like I don't mean to, I don't mean to be that guy that goes there or anything like that. But like that was that was super impressive to me. Got me crying over here, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> well, now is when we tell you that Todd was driving the truck. So <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Wow. No. It, was a, it was a long con to get you to be his Chewbacca. <laughs> wow. It was, was a community dark. builder. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It worked. You are a super villain, Todd. Oh, wow. Man. Right? I'm like, I'm like Mr. Glass. I was going to say, you're oh. like Mr. Glass. He is. He Spoiler is. alert. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. If yeah. you haven't seen that movie yet, sorry, but yeah. well, he's the bad guy. Thanks, Todd. Spoiler alert. Thanks, Todd. I'm now more machine now than man. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. It worked out those ways. It did. Dude. It did. It did. You know, I. <laughs> I can sit on my right side of the and never know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just don't feel it. Am I sitting that way? I don't know. Who knows? Did someone brush up against me? Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> hey, man. It's weird when I wipe, okay? Boo. Sorry. Nope. Please, no. I can't. Why did you beat that? It's not even the curse. Come on. It, 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 you you killed me, Spawn. The whole conversation just. They're going to be like, what happened? Like five minutes of silence, and everyone comes back and they're laughing. I don't know what that conversation was about. Uh, Man, that, now you know what we talk about behind the scenes oh of the God. show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, look Ooh. what you've been missing out on. That's Man, a, I know, that's right? an edit, Suggy. I want to see what you do with that. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm going I'm I'm pro- to I'm I'm let that happen. <laughs> you know, I'm going to reference it in like five minutes just so he has to work real hard. 
<laughs> You're making my life neatly hard. Oh man, oh, man. Uh, my oh. one of my favorite memories by far is uh, the regional I went to with my friend uh, Andrew Larcher. Uh, we drove up from uh, Orlando to uh, what was it, Alabama? Yeah, and that was where I met uh, Cruzen and Jimmy DeHand, who they're the guys who do um, Sons of Mandalore. Uh, we also got to hang out with D House from um, Jedi Trials, and then the boys from Double Blanks, and that that was just a really really fun weekend. We we stayed with um, uh, what was it? Was it uh, Bacon from Artificery too? We had an Airbnb, and so there's just all these people playing Destiny. There's a magic. Uh, it was the unset. What was that? Unglued, unhinged. What was the most recent one? Todd knows. I think it's unhinged, but uh, we're playing Destiny. There's magic going on. It's a really fun environment. Everyone's having a blast. Um, you know, we got to do the content creator showdown where he had a four player free for all. And it was horrendous. We all specifically brought like really, really bad decks. And there was just so much laughter and so many people smiling and um you know everyone i mentioned were friends and we we've just had so many adventures since the start of the game's launch and it's just like you know pretty much what everyone has said ever since the announcement was made it's it's a great game we love the game but the people are really just some of the most impactful things that our memories relate to star wars destiny like, I don't really remember games that I've won or games that I lost, but I remember places that I've been. And I remember meals that I've had and friends that I've made and, uh, you know, all kinds of stories because this game existed. I mean, we never would have had this podcast if Destiny hadn't have happened. I would have never met, you know, Rick, Todd, Nick, Jay. For those of you who remember when we first started, it was myself, Jay and Rick. And then we brought on Todd and Nick. And now that we've got uh, Chris and Mike, like the, the team has just grown over the course of these years. And, you know, it's it's sad. It really is. Um, nobody wants the game to die. And unfortunately, there was a lot of just shakiness on the tail end of the game. We've been waiting for this launch for a long time. We had no information. Uh, OP has been completely silent for 2019. It was just really hard. And you know, we, we took the approach that with set 10, there's got to be something else. We always held on to hope. We never wanted to give up. We never wanted to, you know, no, never give up, never surrender. But uh, unfortunately, there's not anything we can do at this point. It's an official announcement and we're just kind of like, well, uh, but there is, you know, a ray of hope. There's that uh, that rebellion that's kind of building its its legion underneath the surface. But rebellions uh, are built on hope. Yeah, <laughs> there is a community and a committee of folks who are working to figure a way out to continue playing Destiny after the game has um, stopped its official production. And I know, Todd, you said you were a part of that. Uh, do you want to elaborate a little bit about what the uh, the mantra or creed of that crew is and like what they're trying to do? to give players the opportunity to continue playing destiny if they want to. Yeah. And, and so like, I, I can't give a whole lot yet. Cause but there's not a whole lot to give, right? Like th there's a lot of loopholes to jump through for anything like this, because you're talking about IPs with two separate companies. You're talking about FFG's IP with destiny. 
And then you're also talking about the IP with Star Wars. Um, so there's two separate IPs to work with. There's a lot of loopholes to jump through. And there's a lot of questions as to whether or not we can do um, a physical or digital, right? Um, we know we know TTS is a thing that exists. It seems like it would be really easy to be able to continue the game on TTS. Um, but there's still other variables in play because you also have to deal with issues with artwork and other things like that as well. And there's always a chance that TTS could be removed too. Sure. Like if they put in a submit something, then um, the creators on the TTS will be forced to remove their mods. So who knows if they'll even let that through. So yeah, th there's a lot of questions right now. Um, and, and and there's a, there's a lot of questions as far as to like how Destiny's going to respond to the game being continued. Like that's another thing that has to be questioned, right? Like uh, how FFG is going to respond to the fact that there's somebody trying to continue it. Um, here's what I, what I will say. The guys in this group that we've gotten together that are trying to do it, are trying to do it right. Uh, and, and they're doing everything they can to continue to deliver the game that we've been playing. Um, and they seem committed to the idea that in this group, um, they can be, they'll have the ability to fix um, cards that are issues and also be able to make cards with less issues than we currently have been having. Um, so I, I'm excited for it. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to what these guys come up with. Uh, I mean, I mean, You've got a bunch of the guys from Artificery. You've got uh, the guys from Entourage Gaming involved. Uh, the, the guy Monks involved. Uh, Monks Battlefield is involved. Uh, Late Night. Like, there's so many people that are actually involved in this. And and the ones that I missed, I'm sorry. Those are the ones just off the top of my head. Um, but there's a lot of people and a lot of community leaders involved. And, and, and I look forward to, you know, doing what I can to help, like, get this out there and keep this game going. I, I think they're taking the right approach. I think it was right to announce the idea that we're going to try to continue this because you want to do that before people are like, oh, well, the game's dead in five year, in five months. If I can't go to Worlds, then I'm out now. Well, well hang on. Don't run yet. There might still be a reason to hang, hang in there for a little bit. Um, the, the Star Wars Decipher card game has had a continuing card committee that's been running for, God, what, 15, 17 years? Uh, and they're still they're still putting out content and they still run a world's event and they still do all kinds of things with that game. So like just give people a little bit of time to figure it out. We still got set nine. We also have the OP that's supposed to be set 10. Uh, and then after that is when we have to worry about what comes next. Mm -hmm. uh, these guys have tried. I, I think these guys are going to try to be as transparent as possible to try and keep as many people involved and keep as many people in the community as possible. But just give them a little bit of time to get it hammered out. Yeah, and so you know, for the the Knights of Ren, the Turn Zero Gaming, the Destiny aspect of the podcast, uh, we will be continuing to record until after Worlds. We'll probably continue recording after uh, Set Ten, you know, unofficially launches through the OP kit. But like we said uh, initially, we had planned on doing you know scaling back our Destiny content. And uh, clearly, it's going to probably scale back even more since uh, there's not going to be a wave of... Well, we don't know, but there's probably not going to be a big wave of spoilers and we're not going to get a release date. It's the, the game is kind of changed mechanically. So we will still talk about LVO. We're going to go and have an episode about when Covert Missions releases. We'll talk about decks and whatnot. But... Um, it's just kind of a a season for every content creator that 
we don't really know what everything's going to look like because the the structure and the integrity of the game you know release system is kind of shaky because it's just uh very unknown right now we only know that the game is going to end but we don't know how it's going to end so as we you know take each day each week each month in stride uh you know we'll still continue to release content but we're still like we said kind of at the mercy of ffg and making sure that whatever we do record is interesting and entertaining and you know something that we feel comfortable that's high high quality that we've always recorded uh, since day one but um you know, I'm still a very big fan of this game because I'm going to be playing games with friends after Destiny is over. Todd and I are friends. Mike and I are friends. Chris and I are friends. Rick, Nick, everybody. We're, we're always going to meet up at conventions and we might not play as much Destiny as we used to, but there's still friends in my book and we're always going to be hanging out and playing games together. And I think that's probably the biggest takeaway from everything I've read, everything I've seen from, you know, each and every person who's posted is, you know, in the sad moment of the game, you know, making this announcement. There's also a joy that you've added new friends to your life and they're always going to be there and you always have new people to play games with. And that's encouraging to me because, like I said, if Destiny never happened, none of us would be here. People would never be listening to this podcast because it wouldn't exist. We all would be doing something else. We never really would have been able to congregate at events like Worlds, you know, regionals, primes, even local store events would have never happened. We might have never crossed paths. We never know what could have happened if Destiny had not come out. So that that makes me very, very happy in my heart. I, I, you know what else? I never would have hit Mike with a truck. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> never had a reason to. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I, hope, Go ahead. I hope we have a lot to talk about. I mean, we still had 11 people coming in tag on Friday, the week of the announcement. Yeah. And we got a core group. We got eight people going to Worlds. I yeah. mean, we're going to be playing, playtesting, taking it real seriously. And, you know, I expect that once people realize that there's still going to be 8 to 11, you know, people playing every week, that we're going to continue to get other people who maybe may not be buying in as much as we are, but they're still going to come play because they have fun playing with us. And I think, and I think that will be the case. Um, the other thing I want to add on top of your, your, your statement, Suggy, that you just made like eloquently, um, mine's going to be much less eloquent because I just want to give a hat. <laughs> I just want to, seriously, I just want to give a hats off to the community because the same day FFG announces they're ending the game, they announce tickets to the world. Mm-hmm. Right, and what does the community do? They throw the they throw the middle finger right in FFG's face and sell out tickets in a day. Yeah, like three hours. Yeah, within a couple hours. Yeah. Like they they just straight up said, "You higher ups at uh, FFG, we love this that Jeremy's been doing, and we're coming." And, and I thought that was awesome because Jeremy and his team have put out a product, and that goes all the way back to Lucas and his original design. But but Jeremy has still put out awesome product and deserves the credit for that. And I love the fact that the community supports each other enough to be like, you know what? Yeah, we're still going for the last one. Oh, yeah. That was a big turnout. I was expecting I was, it to get some interest but not sell out that fast. Yeah, I was shocked that it sold out that fast. And I don't know how many tickets were put out there, but I'm sure it was at least 250 at least. I mean, if they've done anything like the past, it's a minimum of like 150 
200 somewhere in there. That's yeah. I, I'm figuring it's 120 a day. So somewhere around 240, maybe 250. Probably. Um, well, it's, yeah, it's so. never done that. Like that's what's amazing is like in the wake of the game's over, everyone just jumped on it. I mean, I'm currently in the middle of like transitioning jobs. So I was like, I don't know if I can even go. So I'll just like, you know, see in a couple of weeks. And now I'm like, well, there might not be a ticket in a couple of weeks, which for me, I'm like, well, if I don't make it, that's OK. But I'm really happy that everyone else is going to be there because it's like, that's that's great. It's not like this is a moment where a lot of people would probably, you know, give into the temptation to just be sad and and be very frustrated, be very angry. And, and sure, that's a, a very valid emotion. Like this is not a happy moment. But in the wake of all of that, the community, like you said, Todd said, you know what? Forget this. We're going to go. We're going to play. We're going to party and we're going to make memories. And that was just like so heartwarming. I was like, man, these <laughs> these people are just, you know, a top notch above the rest. And it makes me really happy to be a part of that community. Yeah. Just a, a brief story as to that. Like I had already told these guys, like after I heard the announcement, I was like, look, I'm going to Worlds. So if you guys want to go, awesome. But I'm going. Um, and nobody had committed. And then we had one guy on my Facebook page, a, a guy named Billy Felon. Mm-hmm. Um, he posts his ticket of his, he took a screenshot of his ticket on his phone and posted it to my Facebook page. And he's like, last one, guess I'm going. And literally like in 10 minutes on, in our, in their private chat, everybody started talking about like, look, are we doing this? And I'm like, well, I'm going, Billy's going. And it was just, it was just yeah, like dominoes, man. Everybody's like, all right, well, I guess we're going, we're going. So all of a sudden, like from Billy to me to seven other people, like we're all going. That's what it is. And that was awesome. It was super cool. Yeah, I was just going to say that, you know, even if you can't go, I think that Todd, Mike, and I are willing to load up a briefcase and do some Hunter S. Thompson Gonzo style reporting at Worlds. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> Hunter S. Thompson. We're going that way? We're going that hard. Oh, my God. We will be live on the scene um, bringing you content from Worlds. Dude, this is bat country. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there with you. Let's we don't do go, it. No half measures. <laughs> no half measures. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to see if I can go. Like, it's not going to be, I'm not going to give up, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. But man, it, it's going to be a party. If you are able to go, go. This is, you know, arguably a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's the last world for Destiny. It's going to be packed to the gills with people who are excited to be there because, you know, it's kind of that weird moment where even though the game might be on its last leg, it's going to be a massive celebration. I know it sounds super backwards, but that's just how amazing the people are in this community. We're going to celebrate an amazing game with amazing people and just go to town during that world's tournament. And it's going to be like nothing you've ever seen before. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I'm super looking forward to it. And if tickets come available, I agree. Like th- this is our chance as a community for the last time to be like, this is what you dropped. This is what you lost. This is what this is what's going away, and, and that's on them. That's not on this community because this community is going to find a way to do something else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's pretty much the end of the episode. There's not a lot to talk about right now. Um, you know, LVO is coming up, but we all know what that meta is going to look like. So we'll talk to Nick when he gets back into town in a couple weeks, and you know, have him regale the stories of LVO and what he played and what he saw, but. You know, as we keep going, we're not going to be, you know, down on FFG. We're not going to be, you know, sad. We're, we're just going to be as optimistic as humanly possible because 
We don't know the outcome of the game, but there is hope. And I think that's what's most important is even though we had a bad announcement from FFG, the community pretty much immediately rallied about, you know, 20 minutes later and said, "Uh uh-uh, we're not going without a fight. So whatever it looks like, whatever it turns out to be, we're still going to be talking about it and we're still going to have fun along the way. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what happens in this moment. It's uh, unclear, but there is hope. And I think that's the most important thing we can, you know, latch on to is there's a chance. There's a really good chance we could see some really cool things from, you know, the group of people who work on the design on the fan side, you know, sans FFG, sans Disney and see what happens. So thank you to everyone for listening. It has been a blast. Uh, if you ha- like the tickets for Worlds, I believe they said have to be claimed by like the first or second week of February. So keep an eye on the FFGOP page. I'm sure February they're going to post 14th. some more. February 14th. Okay. February 14th have to be claimed. So, so February 15th, the rest could go on sale. Yeah. So uh, at some point they'll make the announcement uh, what day and what time the extra unclaimed tickets will be sold. Um, it seems from communications with Matt Holland that they they have extra tickets. So I'm assuming there's going to be at least a small batch in conjunction with the unclaimed seats uh, because a lot of people have speculated that uh, European players probably are not going to come. Like we can't speak for them, but it's not a high incentivization to come out to a game that's wrapping up considering they have to spend a lot of money to travel across from you know anywhere that's not in america so like i said we don't know what it's going to look like but there's just a lot of assumptions that you know people who have won seats from other countries you know may or may not come so there is hope that more seats will open up and then after that point you know it's going to be a blast to see everyone again at worlds but you know, thank you for listening. Thank you to everyone who has continued to, you know, hang out with us on the podcast. I know when we posted the announcement uh, that we're changing from Knights of Ren to Turn Zero, it was literally the day before Destiny made the announcement. And we sincerely had no earthly idea that was going to happen. It was just really convenient. But to compound the fact that we were switching brands, um, a lot of people not only supported the brand switch, but they said, you know, we're going to keep listening. We're sad that Destiny is dying out. But we're going to continue to hang out and, you know, just goof off with y'all. And that was just really touching because, like I said, multiple times with so many opportunities to be sad and so many opportunities to, you know, kick the dirt and say, all right, well, that's it. Not many people did that. Everyone rallied to their favorite content creators. Everyone rallied to see these groups that are going to be helping sustain the game. And everyone rallied to the tickets for worlds and it was like all right this is a special group of people this is a really rare community of people that they're just so fantastic and so unique and so just amazing like amazingly fun to hang out with so we're gonna keep on trucking we hope for you to keep on listening and we'll see you next time as always remember may the force be with you